Well, Mother Nature tried its hardest, tried and tried and tried to give Northwestern a win. And uh, we got something that was unexpected, but just not quite enough for Northwestern to pull off their first win in their last eight tries. You are Locked On Northwestern, your daily podcast on the Northwestern Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in. This is Locked On Northwestern, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Carter Bird, and as a part of the... uh, Locked On Podcast Network, we bring you your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen for anything and everything Northwestern. We're available wherever you get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can find us. Uh, We're also on YouTube. Just search Locked On Northwestern and you can find us there. Uh, And yeah, I mean, make sure wherever you're listening, make sure that you... Uh, subscribe, turn on notifications, you comment, give some feedback, helps us make this show better every time. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash Locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, so let's get into it. Uh, Northwestern playing the number two team in the country, a team that I thought was the number one team in the country. I doubt they will be on Tuesday when the college football playoff rankings come out this week. I believe they will stay at number two. I believe you'll see uh, Georgia be be the first team on the uh, in the college football playoff rankings after their upset over Tennessee. But Northwestern took on Ohio State, and it's a game that I thought, based on the performance we had seen last week against Iowa, I gave Northwestern very little, a very little chance to hang in there and compete at all. Thankfully, it turned into a really weird game. Thankfully... There was 40-mile-an-hour winds, and uh, for half the game, you had the wind at your back. Half the game, you had the wind in your face, and that was that was evident, and we will talk about that a little bit as we go here. I thought Northwestern was better pre- prepared for the elements than Ohio State was, and it showed, and that's how you end up with an Ohio State 21-7 to victory rather than uh, them covering a 38, 39-point line. I I forget where it was by kickoff, but it was somewhere around there. Let's start with the offense. Evan Hull looked awesome. 30 carries, 122 yards, a touchdown, one catch, 40 yards. He looked powerful. He really did. He showed explosiveness. He showed good speed, getting to the edge when he had to. He truly, truly, truly is the heart and soul of, of this Northwestern offense. He helped his quarterback. Um, all things considered with the weather, Brendan Sullivan was fine. Uh, 10 of 14, 71% completion percentage, 79 yards, zero touchdowns. But the big key is zero picks. He had 118.8 passer rating, 12 rushes for 55 yards. He didn't have a touchdown there either because Evan Hall had the only touchdown of the day for the Northwestern offense. Evan Hall's backup. 
got in there. Cam Porter, haven't seen him have sustained success that often this year. Well, he was pretty good, and and when when Evan Hole needed a needed a breath to uh, a moment to catch his breath, he had 11 carries, 50 yards. Really, nothing to complain about there. Two catches for 14 yards as well. When you're getting 64 yards out of Cam Porter, that's productive for him, especially when when Evan Hall is giving you well over 100 yards for the game. Malik Washington was clearly the go-to receiver in this game. There were only, what, 10 completions? Three of those went to the backs. Well, six went to Malik Washington on his seven targets, six catches, 49 yards, was a pretty efficient player. Um, we'll talk about it in a little bit. One of the one of them was a little puzzling. Uh, only 285 yards of offense, but you're going against the top 10 defense and the rain and wind and everything that was that was the weather. I'm fine with it. But you ran for 206 yards. And again, I guess the defense that was allowing about 100 yards, a little over 100 yards a game on the ground. I mean, that's very, very strong. All things considered against this Ohio State defense, only 79 passing yards. But then again, we've already talked about that. That's the that's what the 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 conditions allowed Uh, nine of 20 on third downs. Pretty strong. Forty five percent in a game where where the offenses are limited. Uh, fairly clean game, only four penalties for 27 yards for the game. Um, look, tons and tons and tons of Wildcat. Tons of Wildcat. The the Brendan Sullivan under center, have him sprint out, direct snap to Evan Hall, happened all game long. To some success, it definitely did, um, especially early. When, when you had Evan Hull break off that touchdown run, when you had the wind at your back. Uh, and speaking of that, with the, with the wind at your back, Northwestern was a lot quicker uh, with their with their offense. They were snapping the ball with, I believe, 21 seconds left on the play clock every play when they had the wind at their back. When they were going into the wind, they were snapping with about eight seconds left on the clock. So 13-second differential per play. Northwestern was clearly trying to maximize their time with the wind at their back when they could really get something going, and I appreciated that. Ohio State keyed on the run a bunch. Uh, I think that in that Wildcat, just call it. I don't even know if you ha- you necessarily have to throw it. Call it to show it, but there has to be some sort of a pass because there were, I mean, their linebackers were pinning their ears back, cheating forward. Their DBs were doing the same. They were trying to penetrate, blow the play up for, for a negative yard gain, try to punish those linebackers and DBs for, for crashing hard. And you may have been able to loosen some stuff up a little bit more for a little bit more success. Maybe maybe you pop a big play for, for a touchdown. Who knows? You won the time of possession. You had the ball for 36 minutes, 26 seconds. Thought that was key to, to keep your defense as fresh as possible. I think it's pretty clear at this point in the year that Sullivan is the better quarterback. Helensky got in after Sullivan got... Uh, had he hit his head hard and was a little little bit um, dazed, it seemed. Um, we will see exactly how that progresses this week. 
Uh, but but Sullivan was way better. He was a f- pretty efficient, ten of fourteen. Lindsey came in was over three uh, late in the game. It just he doesn't look the same as he did at the beginning of the year. All the all the momentum that had been built up has has come crashing down. The offense overcame some poor run blocking, according to Pro Football Focus, by the offensive line. Going down the list. Uh, Picozzi had a 47.6 run block grade. Schmidt, Charlie Schmidt had a 49.7 run block grade. Ethan er, Wiedeker had a 50 flat. Um, Peter Skaronsky, 54.3. And Caleb Tiernan, 58.1. Doesn't that, I mean, all of those are at the minimum average, but most of those are below average. Shocking to see Skaronsky that low. We haven't seen him that low that often this year. Pass block grades were all really good, like really, really good. Um, your lowest was Picazzi at at 75.3. Uh, Wiedeker also had a 75.3. Skaronsky typically leads the way. He had a 79, which is good, which is good. But Charlie Schmidt had an 80.9 and Caleb Tiernan No turnovers uh, by the offense was key to allow Northwestern to stay in that game. Uh, It was vital. All in all, I don't think it was a blow blow you away kind of performance by the offense by any stretch. But all things considered, with the weather, going against a top 10 defense, it was good enough to keep you in the game. It really was uh, a game where you were outmatched athletically all the way across the board. I mean, everybody on the field, except for maybe Evan Hall and, and Skaronsky, you're outmatched. I mean, and, and the, the effort that they gave, especially on the ground, figuring out a way to get to over 200 yards on the ground. It was impressive. Um, because especially because we've seen games where Northwestern's run game completely stalls out. Uh, I think you can credit the Wildcat. You can credit uh, Evan Hull's just Herculean effort that we've seen all year long. Brendan Sullivan using his leg. Cam Cam Porter's Cam Porter using his legs. Um, and I think that, I mean, it's a kind of B minus um, performance by the offense. It's good enough to keep you in the game, and that's and that's what you needed in that in that crazy crazy weather. Uh, with that crazy amount of wind and rain, very similar to the Penn State game in that aspect. But I was encouraged um, by by the effort on the offensive side of the ball. And in a second here, well, what did the defense look like? I mean, only allowing 21 points. How did they perform? Well, first, let's talk about Our friends at LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. You just have to add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easier, uh, easy really, 
to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to, uh, to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the quality candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen today. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights that only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right. So let's let's talk about about this defense because they played their absolute butts off in this game and it was impressive to 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 see that level of effort uh I was especially coming off the game the week before where you give up you give up the 33 points to a bad Bad, bad, bad Iowa offense that apparently all they needed was uh, to get going against Northwestern to finally find some life because they put up some more points this past weekend. But look, I mean, you made it difficult on on Ohio State's offense. Mayan Williams, he, he did have a big game, but he had to earn it. 26 carries, 111 yards, two touchdowns. It was a solid, strong game, but it was he was contained for most of that game, it felt like. And there were some big plays, some big moments. There was a fourth and one. Ohio State turned around, gave the ball to Mayan Williams, who's, what, 5'9", 220 pounds? I mean, he's stock, He's a bowling ball out there. He looks his, his arms are huge. And Northwestern, I think it was Xander Mueller, just stonewalls him and keeps the first down from being uh, converted. And that was a key play early, and it set Northwestern up with the short field. Unfortunately, the first quarter ends, and Northwestern's all of a sudden going into the wind, is unable to figure anything out on offense, and the the um, the drive stalls out, and they have to punt. So that was that was unfortunate with that instance. Had they been able to, honestly, had they kind of gone three and out really quickly and it was still the first quarter they might have been able to kick the field goal because they had the wind at their back uh so that was unfortunate they frustrated the heck out of cj stroud which we have not seen anybody really do to this extent all season long cj stroud was 10 of 26 as bad of a performance we've seen him throwing the football all year long he was 10 of 26 76 yards Zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. He was 0 for 8 on passes, 15-plus yards down the field. Uh, really did a great job containing his his deep balls. He tried several times. He opened the game with five straight incompletions. Really was encouraged by the performance by the, the Northwestern secondary. There was one moment where he tried to roll out, 
And he had Adetamawa Adabare in his face, mirroring him every step of the way. And he had nowhere to go. And then finally, he kind of forces one off his back foot and it sailed incomplete. Uh, just kind of, I was encouraged by the performance by Northwestern's defense. Uh, CJ Stratt was visibly, visibly, visibly frustrated. Northwestern's defense only. Only got two tackles for loss for the game, but they had five pass breakups. That's doesn't paint the whole story, though. They held North uh, Ohio State's defense to just four of 15 on third down. Coming into the game, Ohio State was sitting right at 50%, tied for 14th in the country, and Northwestern held them to four of 15. Phenomenal job by them. Just a little bit over 20% there, and... Uh, you, you cannot be upset with that by any stretch of the imagination. They held Ohio State to just 283 yards of offense, which I know you've, you've noticed is less than what Northwestern got. 76 yards passing, 207 yards rushing. But I think late, and I think this was the story of the game for me, depth started to show a little bit. Ohio State was able to kind of get the run game going, C.J. Stroud, this is the other part that, that, that turned the game on its head. C.J. Stroud started running the football and ripping off some big runs with his legs. And those two things, depth and C.J. Stroud, helped turn this game in the second half, reel off a couple touchdown runs, and kind of put the game out of reach for Northwestern. Um, I mean, it was, it was a great effort, and you, and you cannot be upset with with – Northwestern's defense at all. I mean, you got to say that that's a B plus performance out of them to to hold that Ohio State offense. Like the only thing that could have, I mean, I would say A minus. Honestly, the only thing that could have been better is if they actually held Ohio State to seven points or less, and it was still a game uh, at the very very end. And I mean, honestly, it was still a game the whole way. But that's about the only thing I think that Northwestern. Northwestern's defense could have done and forced a turnover. They did not force a turnover, which was unfortunate. Had they been able to do that, maybe that jump starts is the spark that the offense needs to to punch in an, another score or two. Um, but I think it was B plus a minus performance by Northwestern's defense. I know that they were aided by the weather, but I thought it was really an impressive job. I thought that 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 kind of effort is the effort that Northwestern needs all season long. And the season may not be sitting here at one and eight at this point. In just a second, we're going to give kind of some, our final thoughts. We're going to say, okay, what does this, what does this mean going forward? We're going to take a look or we're going to take a very brief look at uh, basketball's season opener tonight. But first, Let's talk about our friends at Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for betting football and the start of this new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in depth analysis on every game. And as always, Bet Online remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting and up to the minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Obviously, MLB uh, 
just wrapped up. The uh, Houston Astros won the World Series. But uh, if you want your your uh, MLB news, you can go to Bet Online. Head to the website today, or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right. Well, also we need to get we need to remind you that that uh, we appreciate you making Locked On Northwestern your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. Um, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, here we are talking about, I guess, our, our final overall thoughts. I think you have to be proud of the effort that Northwestern showed on Saturday. I mean, they got up 7 nothing. And college football Twitter was losing its mind. They were like, "What is going on?" I was getting blown up by from, from with texts from from people that uh, I went to undergrad with at at a completely different school, uh, and it was and I just think that that the effort was there, uh, something to hold your hold your head high if you're on that f- Northwestern football team or if you're a Northwestern fan. Um, you hung with the second best team in the country uh, that I still think could could win a national championship at full strength. Um, <coughs> the weather obviously played an impact, uh, but this wasn't expected by anyone. Uh, not at all. I mean, not even Vegas. It didn't it didn't really change. It was up in the thirty eights, and the over under was really really high. And Northwestern showed up and really stalled out one of the best defenses in the country may have torpedoed CJ Stroud's uh, Heisman favorite status uh, as, as maybe, maybe Bo Nix has climbed into uh, the lead there. Cause it feels like, feels like there was some interesting movement in that race this weekend. Uh, but the defense played so well, stopped the run at the middle. Mostly I felt like um, they got got by CJ Stroud a few times for, for big runs. And I thought that was, the biggest story, uh, a guy who does not really run the ball, uh, kept a read option, had a bootleg, some some big gains off those. But, you know, that's what we've said about this Northwestern team all year long is that if you run into the teeth of them, if you run right at them, they can stop you. They did not against Iowa, but they can stop you. That's about the only team that's had super success. It's when you get on the edge which CJ Stroud did with uh, his runs that, that they have struggled. Uh, there were a few questionable decisions. I hated the play call on fourth and eight. When, when Northwestern went for it, you roll Brendan Sullivan out to the right and you run Malik Washington, six yards short of the sticks. You complete the pass and he tries to get upfield, but he never had a chance. He never had a chance. I thought that there were, there would have been a better play call there. I thought, you should have figured out a way to punt into the wind and pin them deep. Um, I don't know. I just I didn't I didn't think that there was a very high percentage chance to convert that fourth and eight, even take a delay and punt into the wind for for all I care. Um, but I I did not like that call overall. I think it was a it was an A performance. B minus performance by the offense. Um, 
B plus A minus performance by the defense. Um, I th- you got to give it a B B plus for coaching. It's the only reason why I wouldn't give it higher is the fact that that some of the the decision making was puzzling at times. But I thought I thought this Northwestern team was better prepared by their coaches to deal with the elements. I thought that was the story of the game for me. Uh, next up, you got a road trip to Minnesota. Can you slow down that offense that has been pretty explosive against worse teams? Obviously, they did not have a great showing this past weekend against Nebraska, but they did get the win. Uh, then you have a road trip to Purdue. Can you contain the passing game uh, in that one? And then Illinois at home. Can you make the Michigan State game kind of a model for, for how a team that's not as good as that Illinois team uh, had beat them? All that remains to be seen. Uh, that tonight, basketball season kicks off against Chicago State. Northwestern is 13 and 1 in their last 14 openers, uh, 8 and 1 under Chris Collins. 14 and 0 all time against Chicago State, last time being uh, in 2020 when they played. And Northwestern came away with an 111 to 66 victory. Uh, Chicago State last year was really, really bad. Uh, they're seven and twenty-five. Northwestern, I believe, is a twenty-five point favorite tonight. Twenty-five and a half, somewhere around there. Um, you would hope that North Northwestern gets started on the right foot, handles a bad Chicago State team, and kind of starts to build some momentum because you do have so bizarrely, and I don't know why the Big Ten does this. But you have a December 4th uh, conference game against Michigan State that you would like to build momentum going into. So that'll be something I keep my eye on tonight. We will talk more about that tomorrow. I don't know exactly. I tried to look. I'll see if I can find uh, where the the game is being played or like if it's if it's being played Um on television, I don't think I haven't seen it listed on television um, tonight. Big Ten Plus, so Big Ten Plus, and on the radio at WGN Radio seven seven twenty, that's where you can find the game. Um, it'll be uh, it'll be fun to talk about basketball tomorrow and how the how this game went. We will do that. It's uh, probably gonna do it for today's episode. Thank you for listening to Locked on Northwestern. Thank you for making Locked on Northwestern your first listen every day. We're available wherever you get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever. Uh, We are also on YouTube. Just search Locked on Northwestern. Make sure wherever you're listening, you subscribe, turn on notifications. You don't want to miss an episode. Uh, Give us some feedback. Give us, leave some comments. We'll try to make the show as good as we can as we go along. Uh, Still growing out the beard until... Uh, Northwestern gets a gets a win. Um, I may I may make a basketball the the tonight basketball the the benchmark for for being able to finally shave. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> but uh, for locked on Northwestern, thank you for listening. I'm your host Carter Bird. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at CarterBird13. I appreciate you all listening, and we will see you all next time.